All your bolts are belong to me. Got him. I got one of yours, motherfucker. So like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. Um, let's get some more orcas. You know? Can I give you a hand, Nolan? How about a leg? Dude, you got whale problems. The worst kinds of problems. Review to Death Podcast. I'm Marcus. And I'm Luke. And we watched a movie about a killer whale tonight. So without further ado, it's when Cinematic Animals Attack Quiz Time. Marcus, today I got a, a killer whale of a quiz for you. <laughs> Your fucking puns. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Are you ready? It's, it's six questions. Uh, half of it is going to be uh, true and false. Half of it is going to be um, multiple choice. Okay. All right, I'm, right, shooting, right. I'm shooting for better than 50%. I think, I think you'll get it. I, I, I feel like you, I feel like you're going to, you're going to do well. Okay. You ready? Here, here's number one. In the wild, orcas can live up to be 90 years old. True. It is true. The average life expectancy is actually 50, but some can actually grow to be that old. So yeah, you got it, man. Right on. All right. Number two, killer whales share personality traits with humans and chimps, such as playfulness, cheerfulness, and affection. That's definitely true. It is true. According to 2018 American Psychology Association study, they actually ranked 38 personality traits in killer whales, also including you know bravery, independence, stubbornness, stuff like that. So yeah, they they they're very emotionally intelligent. All right, number three, another another true and false. Orcas, aka killer whales, are actually part of the whale family. I think that's false. It is false. They're in the I'm gonna I'm gonna say this wrong. Del Delphinidae family which are actually oceanic dolphins. So they're, they're dolphins. They're in the dolphin family. You're in my wheelhouse, man. I like ocean shit. Yeah, you're killing it, man. Three for three. All right, number four. Here's where we, we're going to do uh, multiple choice from here and on out. Okay? Here's where I start getting them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. About how fast can an orca swim at top speed? Okay. Is it A, 25 to 30 miles an hour? B, 40 to 50 miles an hour? C, less than five miles an hour or d over 60 miles an hour i'm gonna say b just so 40 to 50 yeah uh that and incorrect it's actually 25 to 30 that's okay that's their so top even lower speed. yeah i didn't think it was i mean i thought maybe it was pushing it i knew it was not over 60 i mean that right. that seems be, really fast that'd be crazy yeah <laughs> all right number five all right why is the orca called the quote-unquote killer whale since you know it's a dolphin really is it a it attacks and kills humans b will kill each other c has a vicious personality or d it's the only cetacean that preys on warm-blooded animals i think it's b it, incorrect it's actually d it's it's the only cetacean that preys on warm-blooded animals all right, man. Last one, okay? Yeah. You get, you get this one right. You're you're over fifty. Number six. Orcas can be found in which ocean? Is it A. The Atlantic, B. The Pacific, C. The Arctic, or D. All oceans? 
D, all oceans. All oceans, baby. You got it. Uh, hey. most, <laughs> most commonly uh, found in the Arctic and Antarctic. But um, yeah, man, you got it. I hope you enjoyed those fin facts. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Tonight we watched 1977's Orca. Yet another Jaws clone that doesn't really feel like a Jaws clone, at least until the end, but definitely inspired by. Yes, definitely inspired by. And uh, I agree with you until the last 20 or so minutes. Yeah, this is a, a pretty, pretty great inspired by, I would say, rather than copying Jaws. It's not an outright copy like Grizzly was. No, not at all. I mean, <laughs> Grizzly... That was like, man, it was uh, it was almost like funny how close they they copied the Joss formula. Uh, this one, this one is is different. It's also more disturbing, I would say, than than Jaws. Probably the most disturbing of the three. Oh, I would agree. You know, and this movie, unlike Grizzly, has got a lot of firepower behind it, in that it was written by Luciano Vincenzoni, who. Uh, famous for writing amongst many other things the good the bad and the ugly my favorite western of all time nothing even comes close i i love that movie to death uh it's got got it's got a very italian flavor to it uh throughout well it's also Uh, produced by dino de laurentis and the story goes is that dino talked to luciano and admitted that he had watched jaws and said that he wanted uh, him to find a bigger and tougher fish to make a movie about. So this is what they came up with. I mean, they nailed it as far as that goes. Uh, you know, you, so you got you got those two guys, and then I think what what you know what seals the the you know that Italian flavor in as it, as it is is uh, the Ennio Morricone score. I, I think it's that's awesome. I mean, that's that's the score for you know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like half of those you know spaghetti westerns are are you know scored by Morricone. It's got a fabulous cast. Richard Harris is plays Nolan. He's the main character. And, Albus uh, Dumbledore, OG. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Charlotte Rampling is in it and plays Rachel, one of the you know like the whale scientists. Right, right. Yeah, she's a uh, she's like an academic when it comes to this stuff. And I've never seen her this young before. We talked about this at the beginning of the movie, and uh, I've only seen her you know when as an older uh, lady as a character actress. Then you got Will Sampson, who gained his fame in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and then later on uh, in the Outlaw Josie Wales with Clint Eastwood. One Flew Over the, the Cuckoo's Nest was only a couple of years prior to this. And then, uh, and yeah, yeah, Outlaw Josie Wales, is, that's another one of my favorite Westerns. It's, it's right up there with, uh, with the good, the bad, and the ugly for me. And um, I, I, I don't know, he's, yeah, I feel like he's a little bit wasted in this movie, but, but it's nice to see him there. Yeah, he's not used that much. So with all this stuff going behind the movie, it is leagues ahead of Grizzly. It looks better. It's acted better. It's a better made movie. As we were saying before, it's very Italian, like very Italian movie making of the time period where our opening shot is, you know, just like a couple of whales jumping into the jumping out of the water, you know, very stylized. And it almost looks like, you know, they've they've played with the colors on the film and uh, it almost looks like a painting. Yeah, while, you know, Morricone's score, uh, you know, plays in the background, it, it it feels like it's a it's almost like a spaghetti, spaghetti Jaws. That's what we called it, right? Yeah, <laughs> spaghetti Jaws is right. Yeah, like the spaghetti Jaws. And uh, yeah, it, it, it looks awesome. It sounds awesome. And they, uh, you know, it's directed by a guy named Michael Anderson, who 
who directed uh, some classics, you know, back in the day, like Logan's Run, Around the World in 80 Days. But the way this movie is shot, I, I would have guessed for sure that it was directed by a, an Italian director. There's, there's quite a few like crash zooms, crash zooms on eyes, which comes, you know, later on. Uh, and yeah, it definitely feels like an Italian production all the way through. Yeah, I'd wonder how much input Michael Anderson actually had in it. You know, he's a competent director, but it was also produced by Dino De Laurentiis and Lu Luciano uh, Vincenzoni. So, I mean, you know, they had their hands in it. Yeah, they're like, hey, hey, Michael, crash zoom right here, man. <laughs> As Luke was mentioning before, this movie is pretty disturbing and it's all at the beginning as the whole setup for this movie, because uh, Nolan, played by Richard Harris, is out to capture a live whale. That's what he wants, a killer whale. Yeah, he wants to capture the, a killer whale to pay off the, the the mortgage on his boat and eventually return to Ireland. He's, he's an Irish guy, so he's got the, you know, got the Irish accent going on. And he's out on the ocean with his crew. One of his crewmates, his name is Ken, is about to get basically mauled by a, by a shark. And out of the blue, a killer whale comes out and attacks this, this shark and like rams it and then kills it and saves Ken's life. But uh, that, you know, gives Nolan the idea that, Hey, now's the time. Let's, let's get this, let's get this killer whale. So they harpoon this whale and they, they, you know, they bring it on board. Well, they're, they're shooting at the male, but they just clip his fin and they accidentally shoot a pregnant female with, and they bring it onto board. And this is the very disturbing part is that, and, you know, the, the model that they made. So like they made, um, they made uh, some uh, rubber killer whale models that apparently looked so real that they had Greenpeace protest, you know, them moving on the trucks. Yeah. Yeah. They were full. They were realistic enough that there were protesters like, you know, just lining up saying this is, this is bullshit, but yeah, they were just, just really well-made models. They accidentally harpoon the female and they're, they're bringing it up on the boat and it's like hanging, you know, just real like ear grating, you know, like whale sounds like distress sounds and you know, there's blood dripping off the whale. And then all of a sudden the whale like miscarries and gives birth to a not fully formed orca baby. And we're just like, oh, that's awful. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty graphic, you know. It it shoots out of this whale. There's a ton of blood. There's this, you know, this orca fetus that kind of shoots out, and it's like shockingly yeah, graphic. It is, and uh, you know, this is PG. I grant that it's 1977 PG, so you're gonna, you know, adjust your settings accordingly. But uh, Nolan's like, you know, get the hose, get this thing off my fucking ship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just hoses this thing off there. And then they, they, they keep the, the female tied up the whole time, the, the male that they, they clip the, uh, you know, the fin of. So that's, that's how you always know it's him. He's got this little tiny, like, chunk out of its, its main, you know, top dorsal fin. It's just looking. It's, there's a close-up of its eyes, and it's just it's seeing everything. And you can, you know, the movie, you know, lets you know that this, this thing is fucking watching, and it's learning everything, and it's aware. It, let's say that, you know, Nolan, our main character, he's an asshole. He's a straight-up asshole this whole movie just not a good person and this is like the only part of the movie where you can see on his face and actually it doesn't have any lines it's just you know a testament of how good of an actor richard harris was is that um you can see like there's supreme remorse on his face even if it's only there for a couple minutes and we learn that that's because um you know he's thinking back to his own life where a drunk driver crashes into them and kills his wife who is pregnant with their baby 
That's right. Yeah, we learned this later in the movie. So this this kind of brings all this up to the surface for him. So he, he cuts the, the female loose. So you're thinking like oh. driving around all night with it. Like they think it was yeah. dead, but they find out it's still alive. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Then, like they're like, cut it off the boat because the, the male's been following them and like ramming into the boat. As soon as the female is like brought up and all that shit happens, it's like the camera's on the male and he's fucking pissed. You know, he's ready. He's ready to destroy this guy. Yeah, he's that the thing is it's off for blood and um yeah they, they drive around for a while i guess with you know they're, they're going back to shore and uh ken you know the guy that was saved by the by the the whale he's like hey it's still alive and, and then that's when nolan's like well just just cut it loose just you know let it let it go in the, in the water which they do and uh then you get uh like a killer whale funeral the male like pushes it out you know around the pod and they you know they're typical to these types of movies they're humanizing the animal you know oh yeah there's sad music there's uh the score gets uh real somber uh and then we get our first uh human fatality uh novak this old uh deckhand of nolan's he gets snagged up by the by the male orca and uh he's he's gone you know nolan goes back to shore it's a place called south harbor nova scotia is where it's supposed to take place in the movie it looks beautiful, by the oh, way. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Just the way it's shot. It's just this, you know, think of a pristine, you know, eastern seaside fishing village from, you know, back in like the 70s and 60s. And you do get a pretty good idea of what we were looking at. And it's shot beautifully. Like the cinematography in this movie is great. And they filmed it in Newfoundland uh, in a place uh, called Petty Harbor, which is, I guess, just south of uh, St. John's, the capital. So he's back at South Harbor to get his boat repaired. You know, like there's this fisherman's union, I guess, that, you know, sometimes help each other out. So they're going to help him with his boat. Meanwhile, the male orca is uh, bringing the body of the female onto the beach. Just like you motherfuckers. I know what you did. Look at what you did. It's on now. Yeah. It's like, I, I know what you did last summer, but, you know, last night, this, this is it. Like I'm, I'm, this is what you're going to be paying for, and uh, just here for a display. Sure enough, it starts to uh, starts to sabotage the town real quick. Yeah, like the next 20 minutes in the movie is, uh, you know, Charlotte Rampling's character Rachel, the scientist, talking to him about you know killer whale behavior, and like the fishermen's union telling him that it's you know it's bad luck for an orca to be around because it you know scares off all the fish. Dude, you yeah. gotta go out there and kill this thing. You know, you started this, you fucking finished it. And that's when we meet Will Sampson's character, whose name is Umalak. Jacob Umalak, right? Yeah. yeah. And he starts talking to uh, Nolan and befriending him and telling him about his ancestors, what the killer whales meant to them and what they would do. And, you know, they're sort of striking up a friendship. But as Luke said, yeah, this male orca is ready to fuck shit up. And fuck shit up it does. <laughs> it fucking sets fire to the entire town uh, by, like swimming up and like jumping out of the water and bursting some pipes that I guess some, have gasoline or something because it goes up immediately something flammable <laughs> <laughs> and it just it sets off a chain reaction it's it's kind of like it's almost kind of humorous because it's you know you get like one huge explosion after another yeah, it's after ridiculous it, it just keeps getting bigger and after every explosion the orca does a little cel celebratory uh jump and flip in the water which uh, we enjoyed very much <laughs> <laughs> it's like it closes in on you know it shows us a whale and it's like imagine like a person just standing around burning buildings that they've caused and just like yes yes dude if this orca had fucking fists it'd be shaking it shaking yeah. them both 
like in the air in a victory fucking salute you know double birds <laughs> <laughs> now the the fisherman's union's like super pissed at nolan it's like, oh, yeah, you better go kill this fucking whale now because it broke their boats too they didn't just like burn the town down it also like busted a bunch of their boats up and they're just like yeah you gotta stop being a, a little bitch and then and go out there god damn it and so Nolan's in no hurry to leave. You know, they've got like the entire town working to fix his boat so he can get the fuck out there. But he's he's in no hurry to leave. He's still got, you know, crew members there. One of them's uh, his buddy was his name is Paul or is it Ken? Uh, so one of them is, yeah, Ken is the guy that was, uh, he was, he, both of them are still there actually. Because Ken was the guy that was saved. He was the the scuba diver that was saved by the Orca initially. That's right, that's right. That's and, then, right. and then Paul is the guy that uh, seems to be steering the boat for the most part. Uh, and also, you also have another crew member called Annie, played by Bo Derek, by the way. Uh, she she broke her leg during this, I forget when. It was, a, it was during that when. first attack when they were out with the female on their ship and the male started bumping them in the boat. She like fell over and she fell and broke her leg. Yeah. So then, so she's staying over at Nolan's like little, little seaside house. So there's like, you gotta imagine like there's stilts that go into the water. So like half the house is kind of hanging over the water. Half the house is, you know, on land. The, the orca gets a fucking really good idea. Yeah. Before we get into this, this is one of the scenes that I remembered because I had seen orca when I was about 10 years old, just on TV, I had already seen Jaws at the point at this point in time. So, uh, you know, I kept watching it because I like Jaws. And this is like the only scene I remember from it. And it must have left an impression on my young mind because uh, I remember this one pretty much exactly as we were watching. I was like, yep, that's exactly what I remember. I had not seen this movie ever before. I, I saw maybe like a clip or two here and there. Um, so I didn't know what to expect, but um Basically, yeah, Annie's there with her with her cast. She's got a cast on her entire, you know, one of her legs. And the orca starts taking out the um, the stilts that are are in the water that are holding up the house. And the house starts to like lean, you know, starts getting its legs cut off from underneath it, basically, and starts and leaning to, to, like closer and closer to the water. Into the water, that's right. Meanwhile, you know, Nolan comes to tries to come to the rescue and i i can't remember if it's i think it's paul that comes to help him out yeah either paul, paul or ken i got the it's two paul. of them confused a lot because yeah. neither of them are really like interesting characters <laughs> right they're just sort of there yeah they're, and they're there to be you know to be killed later i mean spoil alert but you know yeah right they're not, <laughs> anyway they're not long for this orca world <laughs> and uh yeah so they you know the house is basically in the water at this point, and uh, Annie's just about to to, to get out because uh, Nolan and Paul slash maybe Ken threw like a net to get her out, and then the fucking orca comes out and uh, bites off the leg entirely yep. that had the, cast, the, uh, the cast on it. Yep, and just yep. and just fucks off with it. There's like a, a shot, shot yeah. with a shot of this orca, which is probably, you know, one of the, the models, but it looks really, really good. And it's just carrying this, this leg that's still, you know, in, encased in a cast and just, you know, trailing blood and just, just runs away with it. And that's what stuck with little 10 year old me when I saw this the first time. It's really effective, man. It's a really good scene. I mean, the, the fucking, the whole house going into the water, it's not an actual house. It's a miniature, but it's a really well done miniature. And uh, it's just a really well done scene. Probably. Uh, this means that when I did see it, that I didn't catch the beginning of it. Cause if I saw that baby shoot out of that fucking orca, oh man, yeah, I think that's what I definitely would have remembered. I might've noped out of that movie if I was <laughs> 10 years old. So I, I don't think I saw that <laughs> at that time. Yeah. Yeah. So any actually 
doesn't die apparently just just by you know but you never see her again you never see her again they just take her away in an ambulance um, because nolan's like all right well now it's time to go he gets now on it's... his boat and he's gonna go and so he's got nolan and rachel goes with him for some reason we don't know why because she's she's been against him like doing anything to wales for most of the movie yeah she's been pretty much antagonizing him the entire time um which i'm you know we're totally like on her side and then uh so it's oh, right. her... no you're definitely rooting for the whale absolutely absolutely uh so yeah it's it's her jacob and ken and uh, paul. and paul uh and it's uh they go hunting for the orca finally and this is like about an hour and five minutes into this uh 90 minute movie and this is when the movie feels like jaws yeah this, this feels like trip. that end part of jaws with quint and Hooper and Brody on the boat, like going after the shark. Because except there's more movie, victims. Yeah, except there's more. Well, there's more people. Yeah, right. But you know, because you know, like in Jaws, the shark keeps luring them further and further out into the water, and that's what they're doing. They're following this whale, yeah, you know, further north. And uh, Paul slash Ken, whichever one it is, we keep mixing up. He gets it first. The guy that was the scuba diver that was saved. That's Ken. So Ken gets snagged up. He's just like he's like leaning off the side of the boat, which. <sighs> he didn't fucking learn from uh you know what happened to uh uh what the hell was the guy from the beginning novak you know novak novak yeah yeah he didn't learn from novak's mistake because he was kind of doing the same thing and then you know orca just snags him and he's just gone and then he like kind of like waves at him with his tail at yeah. nolan <laughs> like, like fuck just, you guys <laughs> like hey hey look yeah, go go feck yourself look what i got yeah <laughs> And then uh, the other guy gets it, Ken or Paul, whichever one didn't before, so, he gets it next. So that would be that'd be Paul. He's yeah. So at this point, they're like surrounded by by icebergs. They're like they've been following this yeah. whale for a while. Yeah, they're way up there. And Paul is doing God no. I I, I kind of wasn't paying attention at this point, but he's like he's getting into uh, almost. It's almost like one of those uh you know lifeboats. Yeah, but we don't know just, why it's being like lowered down to the water. I have no idea, it, but the, he's in the boat and the orca fucking bumps it from below and he gets launched into the water and that's the end of Paul. So then you've got, so you've got is Nolan, Rachel and Jacob Umilak. That's and right. they're sort of, they've stopped the boat. It's not moving, surrounded by icebergs. And they notice that one of the icebergs coming closer to them against the current and the fucking killer whales pushing the iceberg at him. <laughs> yeah, it's it's using an iceberg to, to ram the boat. But man, this is not shot really effectively because no, it looks like real slow <laughs> looks like this thing is going like you know two miles an hour and yeah, uh somehow they is... don't move the boat in time yep they don't move the boat but at the same time jacob freaks out and pulls a gun on 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 you know on the captain um you know and, and it's like he's trying to you know like mutiny like he's had enough of this shit but we haven't really like seen much of him up until yeah. you know this port this part so that's a whole weird thing and then basically the the iceberg crashes into the the boat and causes like a like an ice avalanche and it it crushes paul or not paul it crushes jacob uh in a, in a whole bunch of ice and then uh it's a r.i.p jacob yeah you just see like a gloved hand with ice falling on it with blood around it yep yeah, so the movie then, likes to this movie just just killing off you know the main cast real real quick here yeah so the boats uh the boats incapacitated at this point so rachel and nolan book it out onto an iceberg and uh then they get hit again and you know because like the whales like pop it up through the through the iceberg like a you know like one of those uh carnival games where you got to like hit the weasel or hit the groundhog whatever it is 
I I likened it to Tremors. It's like it just keeps coming up like a like a like a graboid, fucking sea graboid, like a fucking ice graboid. Man, it just keeps coming out. And then prior to this, Nolan did harpoon this thing once, so it's a uh, it's 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 hurt. So there's like you yeah. know, there's, it's bleeding everywhere. They get separated. So Rachel and Nolan get separated. Nolan's on this like flat iceberg. The whale jumps up on it and tilts it so that Nolan starts to uh, slide slowly into the water where he ends up. And I just figured he was going to get eaten like Quint and Jaws. Because again, very Jaws-like at this point. But no, uh, that's man, not whales, what happens. Whale's whales a little bit more intelligent than the shark, man. The whale's like, oh, fuck, man. I'm going to enjoy the shit out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Starts like circling them. I know they work together when they're in pods and stuff like that. They work together to catch their prey. And that's clean and shit. So I think it's, you know, I think something like that would happen. I think it was just fucking with his food. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the next part wouldn't happen. I don't think when uh, fucking Nolan gets punted out of the water by the whale's tail. <laughs> yeah. To uh, both of our, you know, surprise, uh, instead of, you know, just biting and eating him or, or whatever, it uses the, the orca uses its tail to like catapult nolan like a good like 50 feet out of the water and onto the ice so he hits the Into ice an iceberg wall yeah big old crunch and, and yeah, uh dead dad that's fucking the dead. end of nolan and he fucking kills nolan it surfaces it looks at rachel our, our, our lone survivor and there's another close-up of the orca's eye which we've been getting throughout the movie like you know it's the all-knowing eye and uh it looks at rachel it's like yeah, i got no beef with you and then uh it just goes back in the water its mission is done and then you get another fucking beautiful shot of their landscape. And then uh, movie ends. So give me your final thoughts on Orca, Luke. It's not what I was expecting in a good way. I enjoyed it. There Again, the middle section is pretty slow. Uh, you know, so that it kind of sags for a while and not, not a whole lot's going on. It's kind of like we talked about, like with Grizzly. It's, you know, it's a, it's a 70s movie. They, they like their dialogue scenes. It's, uh, I don't know. I liked it. It was, it was good. It's not, you know, it's no Jaws for sure, but it's definitely no Grizzly either. You know what? Fuck yeah. I'm going to recommend it. Go for it. Go watch some Orca. You know, this is a different enough than Jaws for me. Uh, I mean, definitely the end is very Jaws-like, but the rest of it is, is different. It's a different idea. It, really good acting, really good camera work. I would say definitely if you're into this kind of movie, this kind of like Jaws clone-ish animal attacking revenge plot, I would definitely watch it. Uh, it was better than Grizzly. Yeah, go watch Orca. It's now time for Guess the Movie Title, the game where one of us picks a movie and gets the other one to guess. It is my turn tonight. And Luke, the movie that I picked tonight shares an overall theme with the movie we just watched. You know what? Also made in the same year. No shit. In this 1977 spaghetti western, 15-year-old Tom witnesses his family murdered by the ruthless McLean gang. Instead of give up, Tom has his sights set on making the McLean gang pay in blood. Tom sets off on a quest with one thing in mind, revenge. Using anything and everything the desert has to offer, Tom takes down the gang one by one. The only one left is the man himself, McLean. Man, this, I mean, this sounds like it could be any western anytime anywhere <laughs> clue number one are you ready uh yes mclean is played by legendary western actor lee van cleef oh nice and uh the movie also stars nfl legend jim brown <laughs> oh shit <laughs> yep <laughs> all right clue number two this movie came out at the same time as its companion movie called god's gun 
much of the same cast and crew are are involved in both movies but they have different directors oh wow that's that's kind of neat yeah so like it's intended to be these two came out together and they're like companion movies okay nice clue number three and if you think about this one enough i think you'll i think you'll get it all right before i give you this last clue i want you to remember that the main character who's getting the revenge is 15 it's a kid oh okay tom is 15 Yes. yes okay all right clue number three the movie's title shares a theme with other revenge movies most specifically a certain trilogy directed by park chan wook okay all right i I know what trilogy you're talking about that's my last that's my last clue huh yeah so put like and and by when i say theme of the that trilogy in specific i'm talking about you know like titles Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because there's two of them are very similar and then there's one that's different but Right. Think of the two that are similar. And then also remember that the main character getting the revenge is 15. Okay. That's that's the last part of the title that I'm thinking I'm gonna try and figure out. The the, the it's something to do with the the Tom's age. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Well, it, this is this isn't gonna be right, but uh is it uh <laughs> sympathy for teenage Tom? <laughs> No, it's not. But I'm glad you got the the uh, the right trilogy. So before I give you the the title of this movie, that trilogy we're talking about is uh, is Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, right? Yes. And then Old Boy. And, and then it, the, the last one is just Lady Vengeance, right? Yes, that's right. This movie tonight that I picked is called Kid Vengeance. Ah, shit. Okay. Okay. Kid Vengeance. Gotcha. And from what I can tell, it's uh, it, it had promise, uh, but mm-hmm. it's just not made very well, unfortunately. But it's a, it's a Western? It is a Western. It's a Spaghetti Western. All the, all the crew, the director, all the time. Mm-hmm. Spaghetti Western I haven't heard of, so I'm, I'm fucking down. I would, I would watch this anytime. The Review to Death podcast is written and produced by the both of us. We release new episodes on Mondays and Fridays. Thank you to Groove Witness for the use of their music. You can find them at GrooveWitness.us. Check out our written reviews at the link in the description and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Review to Death. Thank you for listening. And Luke, tell us what's coming up next. Well, uh, you know, next up is yet another Jaws clone. We're going to be watching Grizzly 2. The fucking... Fuck out of here. We're not watching Grizzly 2. We're not? No. What are we watching, man? I thought we were watching Grizzly 2. We're fucking watching Jaws. We're fucking watching Jaws. We're watching Jaws. Fucking watching the good movie. We're watching Jaws, you guys. Later, Gators. Fuck your pipes. <laughs> Whales okay. fucking setting fires. Hope, hope you'll like fire. Yeah, like, yeah burn, uh-huh. motherfucker. Exactly what I wanted to happen. Watch it burn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> Celebratory flip, baby. <laughs> The whole thing went up. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Every time something blows up, I do a flip. Damn, I'll do dude. it. Give me one more. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Fuck your town! <laughs> <laughs>